Tonight is opening night for the Wyndham Theater Guild and their production of Calendar Girl. So who better to have on the air than my old theatrical friend, Pam Pellegrini, the producer of Calendar Girls by the Wyndham Theater Guild. Pam, welcome back to the airwaves here and tell the folks what they need to know about Calendar Girls. Oh, I feel like I need to do a more dramatic greeting after that theatrical greeting, Wayne. Um, Okay, go ahead, do it. (laughs) Hello and greetings from the yonder parts of Mansfield. I'm joining you to talk about Calendar Girls. That was much better than my intro. You want to do the questions and the answers this morning? Oh, goodness, no, goodness, no. I need another cup of coffee to do that. But we are excited about the launch of Calendar Girls. This is the show that we actually started um, production on uh, back in 2020. We were set to go on in March of 2020 or April of 2020. We were two weeks away from opening the show. And then this thing hit. I don't know what it was called. And we were told, okay, we're going to delay the opening for two weeks. Um, while we figure out what's going on with COVID, and two years later, here we are. We're ready to do Calendar Girls, and we're super excited to do this show. Uh, it's a great production. It is based on a 2003 movie, which starred Helen Mirren, and it's about it's based on a real-life story of a group of women, uh, middle-aged women in um, Yorkshire, England, who decided to make a nude calendar in order to originally raise money to get a bench or set tea in honor of uh, the husband of one of the women whose um, he had died of cancer. And they raised, actually through their calendar, they raised over 500,000 pounds um, when they originally planned on just raising 500 pounds. So it's a great story about uh, women bonding together and and just a great comedy, fun time for all. So we're super excited about this show. Pam, you're my favorite producer at the Wyndham Theater Guild, although there's a lot of other good ones out there, too. But I have to ask that you're doing a live theatrical presentation of a play with people posing nude for a calendar. How exactly do you stage that? Well, that has been part of um, the rehearsal process and the challenge. We have, um, what we're trying to do, of course, is um, there are times, there's one scene, which we call the photo shoot scene, where we have been practicing and rehearsing this in such a way so that the actors who are disrobing, they are covered by interesting props and i would tell you all about it but i think the best way would be for you to come and see it but ultimately the idea is that you that we're able to have you experience it without seeing more than you bargained for (laughs) on stage so we've been doing a lot of running that scene the particular scene checking from different seats around the stage to make sure that you're getting the effects and um, also making the actors comfortable with this. So it's been a technical challenge, but our director, Linda Ferreira, has done an amazing job of staging it and really getting people comfortable. And and I think people are going to really enjoy watching the scene and the show in in general. Ah, but people like me, who know the Wyndham Theatre Guild and its many great productions over the years, Remember that the Wyndham Theater Guild once staged the Full Monty, which is about 
guys getting naked and you pulled it off. I have to admit, I was impressed how you did it. So does that give you some guidance on how to do it with taking pictures of, quote, naked, unquote, women? Yes, absolutely. I think that was one of the things that we thought about when doing the show was how we had done things with Paul Monty. It's kind of interesting that England has seems to produce some interesting shows about that theme and such, but it definitely was something that we took into mind. I think one of the things that uh, we have been trying to with, with our stage, the way it's set up, is it's a, it's the kind of location where you really have to make sure that the actors are close enough so you can see it, but far enough that they're um, not right up on the edge of the stage. We People are looking up. I guess you would think we have like a Spielberg-like stage in that all of our angles, we have to think of not just what you're seeing straight on, but what you can see as you're looking up at the scene. So we did work a lot with um, our, uh, at that time when we were originally doing this, Trisha Hull, who had also staged Full Monty, um, had helped with the set design with that in mind. All right. Tell me who your cast is, including the leads, Chris and Annie. Who plays them? Yes. Okay. So we have a nice mix of some people who are new to the theater and also some people who have been on stage before. Did you say nude to the theater? Well, that too. All of them are going to be that as well. Um, But Chris is being played by a wonderful actor named Lori Lee. Um, She's a done numerous work uh, in our area, but also uh, is newer to our stage and neuter to our stage. Annie is going to be somebody who people have seen and now we'll see much more of on stage. Our wonderful Robin Rice is going to be playing the role of Annie, and she's the character whose husband passes away, so she's the reason why the calendar is being made. We also have Jane DeRosia, who has been on has been on our stage before in Hats Musical. A few years since she's been back, and she's so excited to be back on stage doing shows. We also have uh, Diane Phoenix, Dale Magnuson, um, Michelle Gagne. Um, Michelle and Dale worked together before on Kitchen Witches and now are able to act together on stage. And then some newcomers to our group are going to be Carol, Karen Kowalshin, David Gilmore, Mitch Hess, um, Stephen Koljak, uh, Sherry Shellac, and then we have two uh, of our, one person who has been uh, working backstage, Sam Tomeko. Uh, we're excited. She has, he has lines in the show. And then Meg Clifton, who has um, been on stage in larger parts, is coming in and helping out in the role of Elaine. She was wanting to be a part of the show, but also wanted to have and other things going on right now. So we're excited about the mix of people who are going to be up on stage. The thing that's so amazing about community theater is that of all these names I've named, I'm sure audience members are going to say, oh, I know that person. They're my teacher. They're my um, home health aide. They're the person I work with over at this location. And it's so fun to see how community members step up and are brave enough to go up on stage, especially in a production like this. Right, and it's not just the newcomers you talked about, but I like the idea, and I've I've been aware of this for, I don't know, maybe 20 years or so ago, that the Wyndham Theater Guild has developed such a reputation around the state and maybe beyond the state borders for excellent productions that doesn't your reputation draw in newcomers from outside the area because they want to be part of what you do? 
Absolutely, absolutely. There are several of our community members who have acted with other groups. We have Dale, who's coming in from Rhode Island. And many years ago, she'd come in and auditioned for a show um, in uh, Kitchen Witches and got a part in that. And that's how the word really spreads. We have a lot of people who come in from different areas. Um, Little Theater, we get a lot of people who work with them. Linda Ferreira, who is our director, is very active with Linda, uh, sorry, Little Theater of Manchester. So it's nice because you get the opportunity to really branch out and build a bigger community than just the Wyndham Theater Guild. So it's it's really fun to watch how that's happened in all different areas of our theater. So we're excited about just always having a nice mix of new people. Well, you learn so much when you work with people who've been working with other groups and then those people who are pretty much, no matter what show you do, they're willing to come in and step up and be a part of it. You get some people who heard what the play's about and they want to strut their stuff. Yes, there were actually that's what drew Jane DeRozier back onto stage, which I think was amazing, is that it was the type of show that uh, appeals to people. You certainly have to have a certain comfort level to be able to do this. So we had, uh, I guess what you would say, a mixed response back. We had several people who I think would have done the show, but they felt a little hesitant to do it because of what their roles are in the community. Several teachers who were uncomfortable with the idea of, you know, um, I, I don't know what that's going to be. So it's the, it's the type of show that can draw people out, but it also causes a little bit of hesitancy. So it's it's fun to watch how, you know, this type of show really has such a strong response to it. I love that answer. Well, Calendar Girls opens tonight at 7.30 at the Burton Levitt Theater, runs at 7.30 tomorrow night, and then one of your productions beyond tonight and tomorrow night. Sure. We're um, opening and we're going for the next two weekends. So we have tonight's performance, um, Saturday, same time, Sunday matinee at 2 o'clock, and then next week we have... Thursday, Friday, and Saturday performances, and they are at 7.30. And then Sunday, the 20th, will be our closing, and that's a 2 p.m. show. And one thing I've really liked in the last couple of years at Wyndham Theater Guild, that you can actually not just buy your tickets online, but you can select your tickets online by going to WyndhamTheaterGuild.org. You can also call 860-423-2245. Pam, tell us about what the effect was of the pandemic on the Theater Guild. You talked about how you were all set to stage this, then came the pandemic, you had to shut down. So now here we are, two and a half years later, you were staging again. But were the Guild members able to do anything during the pandemic? And then you slowly were able to bring productions back in 2022. Yes, it's been it's been much like um, for every organization, I think, around the state. We've had our challenges and our opportunities with covid I think the biggest opportunity that we had is we were able to really go through and do some projects to uh, improve the theater. I know um, I had worked with a couple of other people to look at some of our storage of prop items and those handheld things that are carried across the stage and did a a thorough cleaning of things. We've had um, Kathy Burdick and Matt Butler, two of our great, wonderfully devoted uh, volunteers who head up our tech crew, uh, go through and do a, an assessment of our lighting system and cleaning, all those things that you want to do when you're doing a full run of productions, but you just don't have the time to do it. 
We uh, have done some beautification of the theater. Vera Gray has been repainting the walls, new color theme. We replaced the carpeting. Uh, So we've done a lot of different projects. I would say the biggest challenge with all this is we're trying to get back to uh, doing full year of productions. And we unfortunately have lost some amazing people who volunteered with us. Uh, Trisha Hull, who I mentioned earlier, unfortunately, is one of us. She was just an angel with our group. She's been doing our set design for years and years, and she unfortunately passed away this past March, which left a very a huge, is a word I hate to use, but it's apt in this area, left a huge void with our group. So we're trying to rebuild uh, our volunteers of people who are coming in and doing set building, set design, um, helping with the construction of things, and just getting the word back out that we're open for business and we're looking for people to come in and help out. Um, I really have just enjoyed the opportunity I've had to volunteer and build a family with the Theater Guild and just looking for some new family members to come and join us with this process. There's nothing as magical than doing a show and just having the opportunity to share that with our community. And Pam, speaking of the late Trisha Hull, you have a special event coming up next weekend where you're naming the stage of the theater in her honor. Tell me about that event. Yes, absolutely. We um, this For this show, we have been doing uh, fundraising. This is actually the, the set that you're going to see up on, la- on the stage is going to be one that Trisha and Linda Ferreira did in partnership. So it's really essentially Trisha's last day uh, set design that's going to be up on stage. And so next uh, Saturday at 4 p.m., we are going to be doing a dedication ceremony, uh, which is going to just give us an opportunity to name the stage in her honor. Uh, We are going to have a couple of performers. We're going to have an opportunity for community members to share their memories of Trisha. Um, So we are hoping that people who have stories to share about Trisha would be interest in coming in, just a nice way for us to be able to take some time and really honor her and just the work that she did tirelessly for our group. So uh, probably about an hour event from 4 o'clock till 5 o'clock gives you time to go grab dinner and then come back and see the show, which is at 7.30. Pam, when I see Calendar Girls, will I laugh and laugh and laugh and laugh? It's... Definitely a laugh type of show, a comedy type of show, but you are also going to have some moments where it's really going to tear at your heart strings. Just it's a very warm, uh, fun night when the photo shoot scene, I think the audience will just be rolling with laughter, but there are going to be times where you think about just life in general. So it's a real bittersweet type of show, but I think the audience will enjoy every minute of it. Pam Pellegrini, the producer of the Wyndham Theatre Guild's Calendar Girls, which premieres tonight. I know that voice. Haven't I heard you on the Wayne Norman show, Pam? Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. So many times. This is our moment sharing the stage together, Wayne. I just feel like we need to redo that. We just had such a magical time with that show. The show is what the bellhop saw at the Polish club on Ive Street back in 1996. It was my one and only appearance with the Wyndham Theater Guild, and that was my one and only line with the Wyndham Theater Guild, and I won't let anybody at the Theater Guild forget what they did by putting me on stage. Pam, this sounds like a really good show premiering tonight. Break a leg. Thanks for joining me this morning. 
Thank you. Have a good day. Pam Pellegrini, producer of the Wyndham Theater Guild's Calendar Girls, which opens tonight at the Burton Levitt Theater. 14 WILI Willimannic and 95.3 FM.